This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I was asked to speak about Simcha, the idea of Simcha, which is uh, obviously that Simcha is a very broad and wide topic. I want to touch upon something, one aspect of Simcha, which I think is very important. Because everybody today, in today's day and age, is very worldly. And everybody knows what's going on in the world. And everybody is really tuned, you know, tuned in what's going on in the world. There's, there's, a, there's a, an almana, a widow in Israel that I call from time to time. And so she, always, she sounds always exasperated what's going on in Israel with this, with the government, this and that. I said, why don't you just, you know, why don't you just uh, not listen to the, to the news? She says, no, no, I have to know what's going on in the world. I said, it's bringing you such, such anxiety. I said, I have to know, I'm addicted, I have to know what's going on in the world. So, you know, she's an almana of 82. I'm not going to start... Uh, I'm not going to start being mechanach and educating her, but I learned from this something very important. Chazal say that Adam Rishon, when he was cursed with the Adama, so the pasuk says, Adama, the earth. When we talk about the earth, we don't just talk about the mud, the earth. We talk about the concept of earth, of thickness, of materialism, of of gashmiut, of aramazeh. It brings sadness to a person. What's going on in the world? A person, a person listens to news, or a person, a person is, is, is a very material person, and a person feels that he has a very close and strong Kesha with the Adoma. It brings, it brings sadness. It brings sadness. The third relates to us the story of Cain and Hevel. Two brothers. How many people are there in the world already? You know, it's, it's worthwhile getting on, getting on because uh, otherwise there's going to be nobody left in the world. And uh, the pastor calls Cain an Oved Adama. He was an Oved Adama. And uh, he gets angry. He gets angry with his brother. He gets jealous with his brother. And he, can go, he goes as far as killing his brother. This is what the Adama does. The Adama, he's an Oved Adama. An Oved Adama means somebody that is very much involved and very much his focus is on the Adama. Is on the physicality, is on the choimer, is on the physicality. It brings a person to cast and anger. It takes away any possibility of simcha from a person. And this is what we see from, 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 from Kain. <coughs> we see a similar thing. The Pasuk says that Esau was an ish sada. He's an angry person. Aaron Akoin had a very similar situation to Kain in heaven. Aaron Akoin, why was Kain so upset and so angry? Because his brother was chosen. Aaron should have, could have also been very angry. His younger brother was chosen. And Hashem says, no. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu is very hesitant to take the leadership role because what's going to be with his older brother? Hashem says, You're going to, He's going to see and he's going to be happy. Aaron Akoin is a very happy person. He's the Koin Gadol in a Besamikdosh that's called Mesois Kol Aretz. Besamikdosh is such a happy place. Such a happy place. In the Zmanim of Simcha, Zman Simchatenu, in the times of Simcha, on the Chagim, you have to take a pilgrimage, go to the Besamikdash, because you want to be really happy, you have to go to the Besamikdash. Why were the Kahanim so happy? The Kahanim did not get a portion of land. They didn't get a portion of land in Eretz Yisrael. The Kahanim didn't own land. They didn't own land means they're not connected to the Adama. If you're not connected to the Adama, you're a very happy person. The less connected you are to the Adama, to the earth, to the physicality, to the material world, the happier you are. From all our three Avotak Doshim, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the one who's very little spoken about in the Torah, the one we know very little about, the one who the Torah calls an Olat Mima. Ola means he was like a Korban. He was all Neshama, he had no Guf. He was all Ruchani. He was all spiritual. What's his name? 
Yitzchak. What does the word Yitzchak mean? Happy. Laughter, happy, laughter, tzchok. Yitzchak Avinu was somebody that was like lifted off from the world. Lifted off from the land. He wasn't, he didn't, the Kohanim did not have a portion in the land. If you don't have a portion, if you're not tied on, if you're not, if you're not bound to land, then you're a happy person. Then you're a happy person. If you're not bound to materialism, if you're not addicted to materialism, if you're not seeking happiness in materialism, then you're a happy person. If you're seeking happiness in materialism, you're never going to be happy. So, Yitzchok is Tzchok, he was such a happy person. Hashem says, He's a happy person. He doesn't make these calculations. My brother, he's my younger brother. Why should he get the leadership? It's very fascinating that we all know that one of the things that we had in the bar, we know we had, we had the Mon and we had the Cloud of Glory, the, the, the Anana Kavod, and we had the Be'er Shal Miriam, I just gave it away. But the, 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 the Cloud was in the Schus of Aaron HaKohen. Aaron HaKohen, the cloud was in the schus of Aaron HaKohen. What was the cloud? What was the significance of Nanana Kovet? Do you know what the significance of Nanana Kovet is? We weren't walking on the ground. Because I'll say that the cloud didn't just surround us from all sides. The cloud surrounded us from six sides. Which means we were not walking on the ground. We were walking on a carpet. We were walking on the, we were walking on the cloud. The cloud was like wings. There's a pasuk in Parshas Yisro that says, Hashem carries us on an eagle's wings. What's that referring to? Some commentaries say that's referring to the Nanakavod. The Nanakavod, we were flying. The Nanakavod, we were like in the air. The Jews, for all 40 years in the Midbar, we were off the ground. We were off the ground. We were walking on a carpet. We were walking on Nanakavod. That was in the merit of Aranakoin. Aranakoin was not on the ground. Aranakoin was not earthly. Aranakoin was not looking for happiness in the earth. He wasn't looking for happiness in materialism and in, and in accumulating wealth, accumulating ground, accumulating wealth, accumulating real estate. He wasn't connected to the ground. He had no land. What was he connected to? Truma. He was poor. The Rambam writes the laws of, of Truma and Hilchas Matnotaniim. It's, it's, it's Matanot for Aniim, for poor people. He was happy. He was off the ground. Who sings? We know that the, the animal that's singing, the singing animal, are the birds. Do you know why in Aramaic, mourning is called safra? In Gemara language, safra is mourning. The Ramban says, because when it turns morning, the birds sing. They're excited. It's morning. They sing shira. Birds are singing. Birds are very happy. Birds are always chirping. They're singing. And therefore, since in the morning the birds sing and the bird is called a tzipor, therefore morning is called safra. Morning is called safra after the tzipor. The birds are very happy. They're always singing. They're always besimcha. Why? Guess. Because they're not on the ground. They're flying in the air. The flying in the air brings a person to a beautiful level of simcha. Flying in the air doesn't just mean, you know, ah, flying in the air. People on drugs are also flying in the air. <laughs> but it means, it, means it, means it means they're off the ground. It means that they're off the ground. It means that they're not earthly. They're not worldly. They, they belong to something higher. Belonging to something higher. Somebody feeling that he's drawn to something higher. He's got wings. is very happy. He's a very happy person. The Gemara says in Chagiga, the Gemara asks a contradiction between two Pesukim. One Pasuk says, Oz In Hashem's place is happiness. Is happiness in Hashem's place. In another Pasuk it says, 
the sadness Hashem is crying. So the Gemara answers the contradiction according to the Rabbeinu Hananel there on the Gemara that Oz is referring to the innermost chambers of Hashem are the happy place, is a happy place. What is the innermost chamber of Hashem down here in this world? The Kodesh Kodashim. The Kodesh Kodashim represents Torah. What was inside the Kodesh Kodashim? They are in the Ark with the Luchot. It's a very happy place. I don't know if you guys have noticed that in the service, I don't know exactly the, the, in the, by the Edut HaMizrach, the Seder, the Nusach on Yom Kippur, but I know but the, by, by Yom Kippur is, is, is a serious day, it's a day of Tshuva. The switch in Yom Kippur, I know at least in my shul, the switch on Yom Kippur is when you finish the Avodah of the Kohen Gadol. And then there's a beautiful pizmon called Emet Man Nehedar Kohen Gadol. And everybody erupts into Simcha. Emet Man Nehedar. Familiar? Suddenly the whole Yom Kippur turns into, it becomes Labadik. Why? Because the coin just came out of the Kodesh Kadoshim. He came out from the innermost chamber. He came out from the happy chamber. What's in that chamber? The Oran, the Luchos. But what else is there? The Kruvim. What do the Kruvim have? Louder. Wings. And the wings were spread out. The wings were spread out. Sochachim becham fehem, says the Posuk. Sochachim, by the way, Sochachim, which Yomtev, which of the three Regalim does Sochachim remind you of? Sukkot. And Sukkot is called Zman? Simchatenu. Why? Because Sochachim means the, 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 the wings are spread out. The wings are spread out means you're off the ground. If you're off the ground, you're happy. It means the Kodesh Kadashim is a very happy place. You're off the ground. Sukkot is a, is a zecher for the Ananayakavot of the clouds. The clouds were Bishut Aaron. Aaron is happy. Why is he happy? Because he's off the ground. So if he's off the ground, then the Ananakavot was also off the ground. Sukkot is called Zman Simchatenu. Because Sukkot is a commemoration of the Ananakavot, which were off the ground. And that comes from the Kodesh Kodashim, which is a place which we're flying. Sochachin, Sukkot is Sochachin Bekamfehem. So of course, when you come out of the Kodesh Kodashim, you're very happy because you're flying. It says that the Aaron, it was a miracle, it didn't take up any room. It didn't take up any tangible room in the Kodesh Kodashim. If you measure from one wall till the Aaron, it's ten Amas. From the other wall to the Aaron, it's ten Amas. And the width of the whole, of the whole Kodesh Kodashim was twenty Amas. The Aaron didn't take up any room. It, it, it's almost like it wasn't there. It was floating. It, was, it wasn't there. If you're, measuring, if you're measuring, you couldn't find it. It's not there. The Aaron was floating. The Aaron used to carry the people carrying it. The Levim carried the Aaron, but it says there was a miracle that the Aaron was carrying those carrying it. Which means if you were carrying the Aaron, you were lifted off the ground. You lift it, you're off the ground. If you're off the ground, you're so happy. That's why Torah is the only thing that really brings a person simcha. A person learns, a person learns the Torah properly is it brings him the unbelievable simcha, the unbelievable, the unbelievable onik. It brings him an onik that we can't imagine. The holy Chazonish talks about that a person learns Torah for many hours, he starts floating in the air. He talks about the feeling of suddenly learning Torah for many hours without interruption. It's like, it's like, it's like you're taking off. It's like, it's like, it's like you're off the ground. Torah has so much an element of simcha because Torah takes you off. Torah takes you off. Torah comes from the Oren, comes from the Luchot, comes from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Torah's got wings attached to it. Torah's got wings attached to it. And it's got wings attached to it. You're off the ground. When you're off the ground, so automatically you're so, you're so happy. It brings so much simcha. The, the Pasuk says in Novi, the Pasuk calls the, the, the Kodesh HaKadoshim the Cheder HaMitot, the bedroom. It's the place of Yichud between us and Hashem. The place of Yichud between us and Hashem is a very happy place. It's a place like a wedding. What's the happiest occasion? A wedding. 
Why is it so a wedding so happy? We celebrate. How do we celebrate? We dance. What does dancing mean? Our feet? Or off the ground. Because we're happy. What's the natural feeling when you're very happy? You start, you start dancing. You start jumping. You start dancing. When you start dancing, your feet are off the ground. When your feet are off the ground, and you feel very happy. And that's what the Kodesh Kedushim was. And that's what Torah is. Chazal say, Biyom Chatunato, on the Pesach and Shia Shir, Biyom Chatunato, Zumatan Torah. Because Matan Torah was a time where Kalal Yisrael were like lifted off. We're like lifted off the ground. Torah lifts you off the ground. Torah takes you away. It removes you from the, 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 the force that's pulling you down into the Adama. That's pulling you down into materialism. Pulling you down into, 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 into Gashmiut. Torah lifts you off from that. If it lifts you away from that, is then, is then, is then, is then you're very happy. Then you're a very happy person. That's the idea why the, the mitzvah of Brit Milah is a mitzvah that's also tied to the idea of happiness. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, Sas anoichi al imrasecha, kamotze shalal rav. Sas anoichi. Dovna Melech says, I'm happy, referring to the mitzvah of, 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 of Milah. Because the Pasuk says, in Pasha's Nitzavim, Mi yal alano hashamayma, says there is a Balaturim, is Rasha Tevot, Milah. Mila means mi Mila takes you off the ground. Mila is between the legs. The mila takes the legs and it takes them off. Instead of walking on the ground, in the midst of mila, it takes your legs and your legs walk off the ground. Oh, your legs walk off the ground, and that is that is that is the that, that is the beauty of 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 simcha, of Torah, of mitzvot. The malachim also sing shira. We follow the shira of the malachim. Why? Because we just said, birds sing shira. If you're off the ground, if you're floating, then you sing shira. And that is something that we all have, that is something that we very much have to learn. People look, people think that materialism, materialism brings them simcha. Materialism is the Adoma. Adoma, Adoma doesn't bring any simcha. Adoma, the land, just brings to the opposite, mamish, the polar opposite of simcha. The only simcha that we have is when we're flying, when we're off the ground, when we're dancing. That's the only, that's the only, that's the only simcha that we have. It's interesting that um, Achashverosh, we always quote, the Megillat Esther begins with Achashverosh, where the whole Suda that he made, it was so physical, it was so material. And all it was, was to boast the, how, how material it all was. And to boast how much simcha you can have from showing off your wealth, and how you boast your wealth, and how you show how material wealth is so important, and it brings to the ultimate sense of happiness. What was the end of that Suda? 187 days they invested in eating and drinking and, and, and wealth and, and official, so to speak, simcha. And what happened at the end of that? What happened at the end of that? Achashverosh kills his wife. He falls into a terrible depression. It does not bring simcha. It does not bring simcha. The Besamigdash brought simcha. Besamigdash was Mesoy's color arts. The Besamigdash was a place where you just took off. But, but, but Ahasuerus was trying to bring people down, to make people appreciate wealth, to make people appreciate wealth. And that's why the punishment of Haman and his ten sons is they were hung. They were hung. They were hung. They were left dangling in the air with the feet dangling, dangling in the air. And then 
that brought Klal Yisrael to the ultimate happiness of La Yehudim Oyra Vasimcha Vasasan Miko. So we're living today. We're living today in a very, very material world. We're living in today where people are looking for happiness and materialism, and everybody should have. Everybody's allowed to have a nice house. Everybody's allowed to have a nice car, and everybody Hashem should grant everybody shefa that everybody should be able to live a comfortable life for sure. It helps and it enables a person. It gives them a rog. It gives a person tranquility, menuchat nefesh to get on with his avodas Hashem. But don't think that. Overdoing it in material in material life that's going to bring you simcha. It's mamish the opposite. It's mamish the opposite. It brings a person to atzvut. It brings a person to sadness. If you really want to sing, if you really want to feel simcha, if you really want to feel a yichud with Hashem, is then you have to like lift yourself, so to speak, lift yourself off the ground, like raise, raise, raise above. And that's the secret. Hashem says, I'm taking you on an eagle's wings. Hashem is carrying us all the time. He's carrying us all the time on an eagle's wings. And that brings us simcha. That is the sukkah. That is always the zman simcha seinu. Zman simcha seinu is always a time where we feel it's a time of spirituality. It's a time where we feel like sort of more or less cut off, cut off from the world. And like we said earlier, like I said at the beginning of the Dvar Torah, that the more worldly a person comes, the more the person just really realizes how this world has no happiness. I always say that the most angry face that I've seen in my life is Mr. Trump. He's so wealthy and he's got such an angry, sour face, it's unbelievable. Because he's looking, he's looking and he's not happy with all that he has. He's got so much materialism, but he's, but he's, he's, he's got no simcha in his life. He's got no simcha, he's always, he's always jealous, he's always looking, he's, always, he's, always, he's never got enough. The more a person seeps into his Trump towers and his Trump airplanes and his Trump this, Trump the other, and he's looking for simcha, he's looking for simcha, but it's just, it's just getting him more agitated. He's a very agitated person. We have to realize we have a whole different agenda. If those who know Tzadik Emes, those who are close to Tzadikim, you see that they're always in, in a state of simcha. They're always, always in a state of They are in Hashem's inner chambers. And if they are in Hashem's inner chambers, they're always singing Shira, they're always they're always, they're always in a mode of connection to Hashem and connection to Hashem is the only only thing that brings us Simcha in these last moments of Golas these last moments of Golas we have to pick ourselves off the ground a bit what does a person do when a person does own land so how does a person retain a Simcha well all Amisrael own land Besides the Levim besides the Kahn besides the Kahnim everybody, everybody was allotted the land so what do you do what do you do? The answer is Hashem gave every Jew a mitzvah of connecting to the Beis HaMikdash. You have to give Truma to the Kohanim. You have to give Maaseh Rishon to the Leviim. You have to bring the mitzvah Bikurim. You have to bring the Bikurim to the Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash was the happiest place. When you realize that the purpose of land, the purpose of ownership, the purpose of, of living down here in this world, which is a material world, is only your connection to the Bet HaMikdash, is only your connection to the Bet Knesset, is only your connection to the Bet Midrash, is only connection to the, to, to the mitzvah of tzedakah, of building Torah, is then you connect to the ultimate simcha. And by, by the mitzvah of Bikurim, it says, When you bring your first fruits, when you bring the fruits of your toil, now then, then it used to be fruits, today it's profits from a business deal. When you bring that, somebody once told me, whatever, in London, a very wealthy man, uh, very modern Jew. He says to me, he says, you know, he's, he used to be a school friend of mine. So he says, you know what I do when I pull a great business deal? I buy myself a new watch. I buy myself a new crazy expensive watch. But what does is, what is halacha say? If you're looking for simcha, what do you do? 
you give your maser, you give your maser, you connect to the Beit HaMikdash, you connect to the source of Simcha. The Pasuk of Tachat Simcha that Pasuk is written after the Mitzvah Bikurim. It's, it's written in the Klalot of Pashat Kitavo. The biggest Klala is when a person has so much to be happy about. Ashreinu matov chalkeinu. Ashreinu means we're so happy and we're so fortunate. We're so fortunate that Hashem chose us as His nation. We're so fortunate that we have an eternal life, that we have HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's the Makar of Simcha, and we can connect and we can gravitate towards Hashem. Ashreinu matov chalkeinu. That's what we have to focus on. And that's Simcha means that you feel that this is what's bringing you Simcha. You feel it's the ground that's bringing you Simcha. So get into the ground. The ground's bringing you Simcha. The ground brings a person to, 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 to Avilut. It brings a person to the opposite of Simcha. And that's why the mitzvah, the mitzvah Bikurim is such an important mitzvah. It's a mitzvah of Simcha v'samachta v'chalatoiv. So even if a person is working, we are living, we have to work the land, we cultivate the land, we have to live a civilized life, we have to put bread on the table, we have to go out to work, we have to have a career. This is the way we live. We have to support a family. But it depends what's your, what, where, where you're taking everything. If you're taking everything to the Beit HaMikdash, if you're connecting it, if you're using it as a means of connecting to the Beit HaMikdash, then you'll get Simcha. Then you'll get Simcha. But if you feel that, no, if you feel that this itself is leading you to Simcha, is then there's going to be no Simcha. Then there's going to be no V'samachta B'cholatov. The Jewish people are flying. The Jewish people are flying. The Jewish people have wings. The Zohar Kadosh says that when a person serves Hashem with Ahava and Yira, he says Ahava is the right wing and Yira is the left wing. If a person serves Hashem with Yira and Ahava and Yira, he has wings. And there's wings carrying all the mitzvahs. A person doesn't enjoy Zavodat Hashem, so there's no wings. If there's no wings, it doesn't really go anywhere. It's a famous story of the Balshemtov. The Balshemtov came to a shul and the Balshemtov said, I can't down in the shul. They said, Why not? He said, Because this shul is full of prayers. So they said, that's fantastic. He said, that's terrible. He says, that if, if a community davens with Ava and Yira, then there's wings. The wings carry out the trillers to Shemaim. A shul of God-fearing Jews, by the time the trillers ended, there should be no prayer, there should be no tefillah left in that shul. That trillah's just risen, it's gone to the highest place, gone to Shemaim. A shul that's after davening, and the whole shul is still of tefillah, it means there's no wings, it means it's not getting anywhere. It means there's no chios, there's no life, there's no Ava and Yira. Hashem attaches wings to us. But when we, are, when we perform mitzvahs, when we live our lives with Av and Yirat, then we have a right wing, we have a left wing, and then it takes all, all, all the mitzvahs up to Shemaim, and then we feel simcha, and we feel, we feel menuchat nefesh with everything, we, with everything we're doing. So our shi'ifa is, our ambition is to take a step off the ground, to dance, to take a step off the ground, and to find the makar of simcha, to find the oz v'chedva b'mkoymoy, to find the v'samachta b'chalatoyv, to find the Kaddish Baruch who's the makar of simcha, Torah mitzvahs, pikude Hashem Yisharim, Torah mitzvah brings a person into simcha. Brings a person into simcha. He doesn't feel that he's pulled. He doesn't feel that he's pulled downwards. Downwards. The holy Yismach Yisrael, Alexander Rabbi says that he says that avelut is a mitzvah. Mourning over chasvushalm, a relative that passes away, is a mitzvah. Why does it have to be a mitzvah? It's a, it's, it's a natural emotional reaction. He says, no, it's a mitzvah. And because it's a mitzvah, pikudei Hashem yishar, mesam chileif, it's got to be a person who's got to fulfill the mitzvah of avelus, 
with an element of simcha, because it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to mourn on your kip, uh, on Tishabal. So there's a certain element of simcha in it, because we need simcha, because we need to gravitate, we need to get closer to Hashem. Hashem Yazor, Hashem should help us, that we should be Zorcha Be'ezah Hashem, to serve Hashem with simcha. We should be Zorcha not to be so involved with the news, what's going on in the whole world. We don't need to know what's going on in every country in the world. We don't need to know about every revolution. The world is a world of murder, of slander. It's a world, it's a tragic world. It's a tragic world. Bombs and, 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 and terrorist attacks. And it's a, when it's an Eretz Yisrael, Chas Shalom, then it's Yidin, and it's Am Yisrael, and there's a chif for us to live and to feel for our fellow Jews, our fellow brethren, etc. But a person doesn't even, that person doesn't have to know all the nonsense that's going on in the world. It just drags you down. You're connecting to the Adoma. You're connecting to people whose whole existence is the Adoma. They don't know anything else. And therefore, there's no purpose of a Jew to, 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 to live like that. People once said, people, people say it all the time, but they don't give, they didn't give an explanation for it. Once upon a time, people, like talking about a hundred years ago, people's life, people were very poor. Not just people were very poor, but there was no problem in medical care. A lot of mothers, Rahman and son, used to die at childbirth. The life 60, 70, 80 years ago was a very difficult life. If you speak to people back then, they lived a very happy life. They lived a life of financial difficulty. They lived a poverty-stricken life. They lived a life where, where people, the, the lifespan was much less. There were a lot of orphans in the world, but they were much happier. And people always ask the question, why is that? Do you know what the answer is? Because in the shtetl, they had no idea what was going on in the world. They had no idea what was going on in the world, in the world around them. They had no idea what was going on outside, outside the shtetl. I was, I was, I was uh, a few years ago, I was, I was giving a share Monsi, so we went to, we went to, we went to Davin in New Square, it's named Monsi. We went to Davin in the Shtiblach in New Square, Mincha. So on the way back, the, the Talmud was driving me, the, the guy after Mincha, an old square chosset, he said, uh, do you want to take me home? So he said, yeah, why not? So he was in the car, so I said to him, you know, I said to him for a joke, you know, it's Muncie's like a five minute drive from New Square. So I said, you know, he's such a sweet, old, happy Hasidic Shahid. So I said, to, I said to him, joke, do you ever leave New Square? You know, it's like a shtetl, it's like a, it's like a shtetl New Square. I said, do you ever leave New Square? He said, yeah, I've been to Muncie in my life. In other words, he hasn't seen the world. It's such a happy life. Such a happy life. He hasn't seen the world. He hasn't seen the pressures of the world. He hasn't seen the pressures. He hasn't seen the, the, the you know, the, the competition in the world and the jealousy in the world and the slander in the world. And the more person connects, to that, the more he's connecting to the Adoma, the more the more he's connecting to, to just to just things that are just sad, things that are just irritating, things that are just frustrating. Life of Torah Mitzvahs is so calm, it's so tranquil, it's such a beautiful life. So if we take a step out of the Adoma, if we live a life like Aaron Akoin, you live a life, live a life like Aaron Akoin. It's just, it, just, it just becomes such a tranquil life. I'm, I'm speaking to myself. It's, it's such an, unbel, it's such an unbel, un, unbelievable, unbel, unbelievable thing. You see how people in, in, in the non-Jewish world, they get so quickly angry. And they get so quickly, their tolerance is, 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 is so low. We come from a different place. We come from a world of So we should be Zorcham, it's Hashem, to live that life, to live a life. It's so healthy, even for your, for your blood pressure, for your heart. It's healthy to live a life with just one centimeter off the ground. Lived a life in the Anana Kovit. Anana Kovit meant we were sheltered. We didn't see what was going on around us. And we didn't see what was going on around us, in the world around us. It made us such happy people. It made the Anana Kovit into the Zmansim Chaseinu. It made it into the Sukkahs. We discussed yesterday that the mitzvah of Sukkahs is just covers us. It's so happy because it just covers us. It just covers us. It, 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 it just, it just we, we live with ourselves. Kol Ezrach Yisrael Yeshu B'Sukkot. Says the Gemara Malamit Shekol Yisrael Yeshu B'Sukkot. Sukkahs is man where we just live together. We live amongst ourselves. We live together. We live together. We're so happy together. We're such 
good company together. Jews can meet each other, never met before, and we're just so happy to share, to share the Rei Torah, to share the Rei Chizuk. We're very happy people. We're very, very happy people, and we have a lot to be happy about. So should we, we should all feel this, and we should be Zorchem Etz Hashem to the Gula Shleiman, to the Binyan Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi, B'mherab Yameinu, Amen! You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.